everyone. This is Molly Douthat. And David Douthat. Welcome to More Than Hearing, a podcast to encourage preachers to use multiple intelligences in sermons and worship leadership, because there are plenty of ways to reach someone's soul. Today's podcast will cover the lectionary selections for the second Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. In Isaiah, a servant is called to show God's light to the nations. The psalmist sings praise for the salvation God brings. Paul writes to the Corinthians, reminding them of the grace they've received through Christ. And in John, the Baptist points out the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Come take away some illustrations and special effects to brighten your worship. We have established this podcast based on Dr. Howard Gardner's theory of multiple intelligences. Dr. Gardner suggests that there are multiple ways to learn, process, remember, and understand our world. Each week we develop illustrations and special effects for the weekly readings of the Revised Common Lectionary that use various smarts based on Dr. Gardner's identified intelligences. We call them Word Smart, Eye Smart, Math Smart, Body Smart, Music Smart, Nature Smart, People Smart, and Self Smart. You can read more about Dr. Gardner's work by clicking on the link at the top of our webpage. As we read and reflect on the scripture passages for each week, we explore ways these intelligences can be utilized for a deeper appreciation of God's Word. Anytime and any way we make use of the different smarts, we give people greater access to the Word of God so they can acquire it, process it, and internalize it in ways that make sense to them. So let's get started. The Gospel lesson for Year A, Ordinary 2, which is what we're doing as opposed to Epiphany 2, right. uh, is from the Gospel. thing. Yes, exact same thing. Just it kind of depends on how you file it in your... Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're filing it under Ordinary. Anyway, uh, the Gospel lesson is from John chapter 1, verses 29 through 42. Um, this is, uh, when John the Baptist is out doing this baptist thing and he sees Jesus heading toward him and he says, here is the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world and, uh, identifies Jesus as being the person that he had talked about before. And, um, then we have, this is, uh, the gospel of John's experience of Jesus' baptism, uh, when John says, yeah, just, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. Um, just exposition instead Yeah, of instead of, here, let's narrative. see. Ex- yes, exactly, exactly. Um, and then uh, two disciples of John's heard him saying this about Jesus, so they follow Jesus. And Jesus turns around and says, what are you looking for? Which are the first words he speaks in John's gospel. They say, where are you staying? And he says, come and see. And we did an entire week-long youth ministry uh, conference with those words, come and see. That it was, was cool. awesome. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, that was 10 years ago. So, uh, one of the two who had heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, and he found his brother and said, we found the Messiah. And um, so, he comes to Jesus and Jesus says, you are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Cephas, translated as Peter. So, in John's gospel, Peter is renamed 
immediately, right? Yeah. which is interesting. Without mm-hmm. Jesus even getting a chance to get to know what kind of a guy Peter is. <laughs> so th- wouldn't that be fascinating to approach somebody and, and have them immediately rename you and full of confidence and assurance that they know who you are? Yeah. Wouldn't that set you back? Wow. I, I would. Man. That'd be you kind might of- say... How do you know me? Yes. And he might say, well, I saw you under the tree. Oh, no, wait, that's next week. That's (laughs) That's the other guy. (laughs) All righty. Well, for this particular passage, we have some uh, illustrations and special effects in some of the smarts. We have both illustration and special effect in word smart, a special effect in eye smart, and illustrations in music, people, and self. David's going to start us off. Okay. In verses 38, 41, and 42 in this passage, uh, the author uses a a Hebrew or Aramaic term, Hebrew, I guess, and then says, this is translated as, Mm -hmm. and puts in the Greek, and then Mm -hmm. we've translated them both (laughs) into English. We have to translate that again. Right. So... But (laughs) have you ever been in a setting where your native language is not being spoken? Uh, Even if you were specifically welcomed there, how does that feel? Uh, Which is a little self-smart. But uh, maybe you knew some of what was being said, but not all. And if someone starts translating for you, then how does that change your engagement in the situation? So there's some people in self-smart around that, but the idea of the... Uh, the language. Mm -hmm. Needing uh, translation. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That can really make a difference. Uh, Language barriers are just, I mean, even English, people speaking English, sometimes we don't understand each other with the slang and the terminology and the accents. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When our, when our kids start talking with each other, it's like, what does that? What? What? (laughs) Yeah. It's not so bad as it used to be when they were teenagers, but. Yeah. Which was the purpose. Yeah. Yeah, like our daughter's home at Christmas, and she starts saying about something. Oh, that slaps! It's like it is, does. Is that good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an unusual choice of verbs. Anyway, anyway <laughs> uh, for special effect, read a familiar passage of scripture, but replace some of the key words with the original language, either Greek or Hebrew. Mm. Um, and and see how that plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can try the Orthodox Jewish Bible, which does this just automatically. Mm-hmm. It's it's a mix of English and and In either Hebrew. Hebrew or Yiddish. Yeah. And um, we've got a link on the worksheet at, at the website morethanhearing.org uh, to Bible Gateway, where you can find the Orthodox Jewish Bible online yeah. and particularly Psalm 23. Which is, oh, I imagine that's and very different. Yeah, it's... Uh, um, they also have other languages. It's not just the, the English right. translations. You can actually find other languages. Right. So Psalm 23 resource. in this in the Orthodox Jewish Bible starts off, Hashem is my roech. Whoa. He, I shall not lack. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the me'i menukot. Sure he does. You bet. <laughs> that would get people paying attention, though, it wouldn't would. it? It would. It mm-hmm. would. I don't think I'll be using that in the funeral this weekend. <laughs> no, no, okay. probably not. 
then just briefly for iSmart, in verse 32, it makes reference to John having seen the dove descending at Jesus' baptism. So if you did the dove balloon idea from last week's show, bring it back and do it again. Hopefully you didn't pop it. But uh, Right. <laughs> and that was it. Okay. Uh, for Music Smart, we're looking at verses 35 through 36 when John expounds on who Jesus is and two of his disciples get so excited they decide to go follow him. Uh, this is kind of like when a friend turns you on to a new band you've never heard of before and it turns out to be your favorite ever and you buy all their albums. I did that at Christmas mm-hmm. with our, our daughter's fiance. He had never heard of The Waitresses. Well, he'd heard one song by right. them. And, Everybody's heard one song by uh, them. Yes, and we heard another <laughs> song by them all through Christmas, because every advertising agency decided to use that one. Um, but uh, he had never heard all of their album before, as I hadn't. Right. So uh, It turns out to be really good. It's a really good album. It's The Waitresses. Wasn't Yesterday t- Wonderful? No. No. Wasn't Tomorrow Wonderful? Yes. Yeah. Also, we have a song that you could use. Uh, we have a link to it. It's called Could There Be Peace? It takes you to YouTube, so you can watch the video with it, too. It's kind of intense, the the video, but the the it's it's worth a, a, a chance to look at it. I recommend it. Go go, go see. Go see. Or listen. Yeah. 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 Oh, nice. Thank yeah, you. I see what you're doing. <laughs> For people smart in verse 37, the two disciples just start following Jesus, which seems a little creepy. Um, <laughs> what would happen if you started following a total stranger down the street? Uh, these days, that that might not go well, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, what are some of the things that could go really wrong? You could end up with some sort of confrontation. Mm-hmm. Um, the police might get involved. <laughs> there could be running, screaming. <laughs> oh, he turned out to be a Tyrannosaurus, huh? <laughs> um, but then what are some reasons that you might actually have good reason to do that or what are some ways that might go really right? Or are there any? I think, so, well, we were talking about that before we started recording, and I think uh, following a first responder right, yeah. may be a good one yeah, if it's an emergency. Right, right. Um, following people wearing the same color shirt who are streaming into the stadium. If you, know, if you don't, right. didn't know where it was, you can follow them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. For uh, self-smart, we're looking at the same collection of verses, verses 37 through 39, and uh, uh, about following Jesus sort of spontaneously. Have you ever started on a project or relationship or other adventure without really having a clear idea what you were getting into or why? Uh, How did it work out? And we have to admit that that's pretty true of almost any relationship. There's a little bit of an element of, you know, taking a risk and stepping out right, uh, right at right. the beginning. Um, but maybe some examples of that would be getting talked into a road trip. Oh, come on. It's not that far. It'll be fun. It'll be great. And you've got a little bit of reservations yeah. about it, but you do it anyway. Or uh, cooking without a recipe. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I need here. Let's throw in a little more. Oh, crud. I need more yeah. water. <laughs> Or helping someone who ends up taking advantage of you. Mm, I've had that happen. Who hasn't? Yeah. All right, let's go on. The New Testament lesson for year A, Ordinary 2, is 1 Corinthians 1, 1 through 9. 
obviously the beginning of this first letter to the Corinthians, uh, wherein Paul introduces himself a bit and then uh, says, I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that has been given to you in Jesus Christ. And then he goes on to mention how they have been so richly blessed and enriched by uh, the gifts that they have received for God's glory. While you wait for the revealing of Jesus Christ, he has strengthened you to the end and so that you may be blameless in the day of the Lord. Just setting the stage for all mm-hmm. that's about to come after. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot. There is a lot. There is a lot. So, um, And we'll talk about that. A little bit more as we get into it. Well, we're also going to spend a lot of time in Corinthians too, apparently. Yes. So, yes. so uh, we have for you. Um, wow, are we doing all that? Okay, yeah. we've got uh, <laughs> Word Smart, both illustration and special effect. Uh, special effect in eye, special effect in body, illustration in music, uh, both in people and an illustration in self. Wow, we better get going. Okay. Well, beginning with Word Smart. Um, I, in my searching for things, I went to, and found a uh, podcast called Pulpit Fiction uh, by Eric C. Fistler and Rob McCoy. And in their show notes, I found these two quotes, which uh, kind of lead into the illustration and special effect for uh, WordSmart. The quotes are, much of the letter, Paul's letter, is critical, but criticisms should be seen through the lens of the introduction which is what we've got here today, plus this quote, all the divisions and trouble that Paul will talk about for the next 16 chapters have their solution in the first paragraph. Yeah, yeah. So that got me to thinking, um, uh, if if you uh, have had experience with conflict in a church and you receive a letter from like a permanent judicial commission or a committee on ministry, which is the governing or another governing body, uh, to the session of a church in turmoil, if the PJC or the COM, our Presbyterian acronyms there, are good stewards and shepherds, they will start out their letters to conflict, churches in conflict or turmoil with an affirmation of the relationship that everybody shares in Christ and use that as a filter to address the issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and hopefully... My experience of most folks on those uh, governing bodies are people, they're very deliberate and very careful, and they always look to God and Jesus first before they even say anything. Yeah. Spend a lot of time in prayer. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, also, They as don't a, always come up with the right answer, but they at least start from the right place. Yes, exactly. And uh, a little bit of a people-smart element to this. The goal of discipline in the PCUSA Book of Order is reconciliation and restoration, not punishment or even compliance, per se. Another illustration uh, for this, um, I actually got a couple of them. Ha ha. Uh, the Work of Christmas, a poem by Howard Thurman, which addresses how Christmas finds its home in the world once the celebrations have ended. And an article by Douglas Cam- Campbell uh, about the conflict in Corinth uh, is illuminating and could be helpful as we travel through Corinthians for a while. And he, this is a quote from his work Paul's success in assembling a diverse church created conditions for the conflict. And that might be a way of maybe sparking some discussion in people smart. 
So, and something to use for special effect, uh, one of my favorite places to go is Sacred Eyes, uh, a, a website by John Vandalar, and we have a link to him. He wrote a poem called The Call of Compassion. We have a link to the poem itself, and we also have an option of using it as a choral reading, which will be on the worksheet, which you need to download at www.morethanhearing.org. Okay. So go get it. <laughs> For iSmart, um, trying to get at some of the balance that Paul is trying to get the Corinthians to embody. Um, get a small, lightweight wooden block or something like that, and um, that's going to represent the Corinthians. And then to represent the gifts that they have been given, the, the speech and the knowledge and the faith and all, attach balloons uh, maybe helium balloons or a, a parachute kind of thing with a fan blowing up or just regular balloons with a fan with a fan up. blowing mm-hmm. up a small fan so so that you get some lift on it mm. enough to lift the block mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, it, it may go just about anywhere <laughs> and um, and so to represent the call of Christ add an anchor. To the okay. to the bottom end of it, okay. uh, a weight on a string of some sort, and so the idea is to get this thing to be in balance, because the gifts enable the motion of the ministry, but without without the anchor, they'll just fly off any old way. Yeah, and the anchor keeps them grounded in Christ, but without the gifts, they'll just sit. Hmm, I like that. And so we're looking for the balance, and and uh, the Corinthians were shooting off in every direction with mm-hmm. their gifts, mm-hmm. but not anchored in Christ. So, hmm. Well, our body smart special effect kind of applies to the idea of, of gifts just sitting. Uh, it just occurred to me as I was listening hmm. to you. Uh, the, the, the special effect that sparked this, or, or the, the verse that sparked this, is where Paul says, strengthen you to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought maybe you could, for a body smart special effect, bring in some weights and label them worship, Bible study, prayer, fellowship, mercy, compassion, etc., and invite someone to come lift the weights yeah. During the sermon, or do it yourself. Yeah, be sure you hydrate. But I mean, that's a that's a way of demonstrating how the gifts need to be used, mm-hmm. and and what the effect of that is is it strengthening. So, yeah. So don't training. use those two things together because they're they're kind of contradictory images. But yeah. But I mean, if you talk about the fact that yeah, uh, well, if you say if the gifts just sit there, yeah, this is how we get them moving. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Anyway, uh, also on to Music Smart, we've got a couple of hymns that relate specifically to this particular passage. One by Charles Wesley, uh, A Charge to Keep Have I. We have a link to it. And another one, The Church's One Foundation mm-hmm. by Samuel J. Stone. So go check them out. Use them in worship. For People Smart, starting off with a quote from Bill Loader, he write, uh, and we've talked about him a lot. He's, yes, he's uh, one of my go-tos. Right. Um, uh, he says, he writes, Paul's logic is driven by an understanding that salvation has to mean something bigger than the individual. And he goes on to talk about how that works and that uh, a personal, private faith is uh, uh, more comforting and marketable. Um so, but it it doesn't encapsulate the way Jesus wants to change the world, right? Right. So, um, 
for illustration, this is why we train soldiers and marching bands and teams of various sorts and choirs and actors in a play, uh, because the individual is important, but you need the greater whole. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's why those groups all do those sorts of practicing. So break into groups for special effect and discuss how the parts of each of the examples given here are less effective when individuals go their own way. Mm-hmm. When a soldier goes rogue or doesn't follow orders, mm-hmm. when when the squad in the marching band just goes off that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or when someone in choir decides to sing a solo. Yes, yes. Or out-sing the rest of the choir. Right, yeah. right. What happens to the whole when that happens? And how does one address the issue of this sort of diva behavior? And how do individuals receive encouragement to continue participating in the whole, especially if they have had their toes stepped on? Mm-hmm. And for self-smart, we have an illustration. Uh, God's faithfulness is, is going to be uh, emphasized a lot through Paul's letter to the Corinthians. Faithful can also be translated as trustworthy. So think of this as uh, an illustration. Have you ever received a letter or an email from someone with whom you have a difficult relationship? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have. The expectation is that the relationship will be examined and likely examined harshly, but if you were told that the person thanked God for you as they started off their email or letter, how would that change the way you receive the message? Mm. Hopefully. Hopefully for the better. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like having someone you love say, we need to talk. Uh, no. Don't panic. Okay, let's go on. The psalm for year A, Ordinary 2, is Psalm 40, verses 1 through 11. This is kind of a light lament until you add the rest of the verses where you get into the actual <laughs> lament. So the first 11 verses are um, uh, the psalmist saying uh, that they this person waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. And what he did by drawing him up out of the desolate pit, the miry bog, setting his feet on a rock, making his steps secure. He goes on to talk about and praise what God has done. And then uh, toward the, the bottom of it, uh, verse 11, it kind of makes the, the, the turn mm-hmm. from this song of praise and this testimony to what God has done into, all right, now we're going to have a little talk here, God, in 12 and on. So we're stopping there. Mm. Uh, We're stopping with the praise and the testimony. But uh, it's interesting. Go ahead and go take a look at it. We have four of the intelligences that we're going to offer to you. We have an iSmart illustration, both in body, both in math, and both in nature. Uh, we have some stuff for Word Smart and Music Smart, but we're for the interest of time, we're going to just do these four. So go ahead and start us off there, honey. Okay. For iSmart in verse two and the first chunk, really, of, of the passage, uh, it is God saved me in the past, and so I love telling about God. So and I will the praise reason for the testimony. Lord. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's an old story about a, a guy that worked on the river, whether he was on the boat or on the dock, I don't remember. Um, but every time he saw a particular captain 
going by on his boat. He'd point it out. Yonder's the captain. Yonder's the captain. To whoever would listen, whoever was around. And somebody finally asked him why he did this. And he told the story of how he had fallen off a boat or off the dock. I don't remember. And he couldn't swim. And so he started to drown. Mm. But the captain himself dived in and saved him. And he said, ever since then, I just love to point him out. Mm. So uh, it's it's kind of that same sort of thing. It, it's a story that you could also use for... Uh, for word smart. Uh, well... It's I a was story. Gonna, yes. <laughs> for John is what I was going to oh, say with John oh, the Baptist oh. saying, there's the oh, right, Lamb of right. God yeah, who takes yeah. away the sin of the world. So okay. that would connect. There you go. Yeah. It's, I, I, I'm not sure why we put that in I smart that story, except pointing that, somebody there it out. Is, yeah. yeah. The, the, the yeah. visual of there's the person. Yeah. Well, there's a lot it, of people involved with that too, though. The, yeah. The relationship between them. Uh, and there's a little self smart. Think of who the person is yeah. in your life that was, that's oh, yeah. your captain. Yeah. Yonder's Ooh, the captain. Nice. Yon's the nice. captain. Cool. Nice. Okay. Uh, for math smart illustration, how long is your list of the things that God has done for you? Hopefully it's too many to count. <laughs> Maybe you just make a list. How 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 big is it? That's just numbers, mm-hmm. you know, math. And for a special effect, how long does it take to count to a million? Eleven days, thirteen hours, forty six minutes, and forty seconds. And we've got a video of somebody doing it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes. Mm-mm-mm. I don't think the video runs eleven days. <laughs> I didn't check it to see. (laughs) Uh, For body smart, going with the reference in verse 2 that the Lord secures my steps, then think about the things that help us secure our steps or secure people's steps. Non-slip rugs, a a ramp or gentle slope for wheelchair access, um, handrails on stairways, shoes with non-skid soles and arch support. Uh, walkers, canes, strengthening exercises for your feet, ankles, knees, legs, and hips, and balance exercises. So there are lots of ways to help secure your steps. Uh, for special effect, bring in some of those items and uh, and show them off a bit. And for the exercises, do some some of the exercises. Get everybody to do a little of the exercising. Circle your feet to strengthen your ankles. Yeah, right, yeah. right there in the pew. You can mm-hmm. you can do exercises. Mm-hmm. Um, for nature smart, we're still sticking with verse two and that miry bog. There's could, so much in that verse. There really is, and miry bog would be a good name for a band. It would. Um, so I went looking for what a mire is, and it took a while. Uh, but a mire forms through quote incomplete decomposition, Mm. which is a little gross. (laughs) Uh, Wikipedia says that Myers are unusual landforms and that they derive mostly from biological rather than physical processes and can take on characteristic shapes and surface patterning. Um, So it's kind of a living, non-living organism even of a feature of the earth. Well, it's had living organisms in it that are... Trying mud, to decompose, yeah, but aren't mud making forming it. out of old leaves and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It, that, it, essentially, that's what it is. It's it's biological matter decomposing, but it's too much water for it to become dirt. Yeah. So it just kind of, bleh. Bleh, yeah. 
and a special effect that you could go with, uh, that you could um, use to demonstrate a mire, create a little bit of a bog or a mire yourself. Gather some from an existing source if there's some nearby. If you have one in a nearby area, go bring a little bit of it inside. Gather some from an if existing source. If it's not protected. Source. Some of right. them are protected. Yes, yes. Um, maybe fill a small aquarium or a pitcher or other glass container so people can can see it. Um, scoop some out as you talk about it. Wear gloves. Mm. So That's a good idea. Yes, definitely. <laughs> we also have another link uh, to a rather long article from the Smithsonian Magazine about Tolland Man, a bog body, mm. who was found in a bog in Denmark in 1950. He is uniquely preserved because of the chemicals found in bogs. He's believed to be about 2,300 years old. Mm. And it's amazing how how preserved he is. Follow the link and you can read everything you want to about that. Um, and this is a little bit of a word smart crossover. Think of the dead marshes in The Lord of the Rings, the bog of despair in Jumanji, the slew of despond in Pilgrim's Progress, and the swamp of sadness in the never-ending story. Mm. All right, let's go on. The Old Testament lesson for year A, Ordinary 2, is Isaiah 49, verses 1 through 7. This is another of the servant songs. I'm not sure if it's the second one or or what, but it's one of the servant songs. It starts off uh, with the Lord calling the servant before he was born and um, in equipping the uh, the servant with a mouth like a sharp sword and uh, making the servant like a polished arrow. Mm. Uh, but then the servant kind of turns and says, this has all been a waste. I've labored in vain. My strength in, is given for nothing. Um, but then the Lord says, no, 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 this is all good and it'll be all right. In fact, it'll be so much more because it's not enough that I have given you to Israel. I will make you a light to the nations. Mm. And thus says the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel, to, to the one deeply despised, abhorred by the nations, the slave of rulers, kings shall see and stand up, princes shall prostrate themselves because the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, has chosen you. Wow. So that's kind of cool. That's a reversal. It is. So, you know, on those days when you're feeling a little beat up in your ministry. Uh, <laughs> think of this. Think of this. Maybe, maybe there's a word for us on such days. Uh, so we've got three Three, uh, three, sir. What? <laughs> three of the intelligences. Uh, we're doing illustrations for math smart, body smart, and people smart. And uh, we've so got stuff for some of the others, but we do. We we want to we want to talk about these three. Yeah. So go to the show notes and download the worksheet. See what we left on the shelf. Yep. For Math Smart, the servant believes all that has been done has been in vain or is a loss, but the Lord intends to make it all positive. So this is sort of like absolute value in math. When you take the absolute value of a number, you take just the numerical value, and it's basically how far is it from zero. Mm -hmm. And uh, the positive or negative part doesn't matter. Which was really difficult to wrap your mind around when we were, this was introduced. It's like, 
What do you mean that doesn't make a difference? What, you what just, do you mean it's just the we, number? We Isn't just spent it just all this time the number? Learning what negative numbers are, and now, <laughs> now you're saying it doesn't it matter. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. So the, this is why so many people drop out of math studies <laughs> because suddenly it's illogical. No, it's not. Well, it seems like it is. No, it's just the it's okay, a different situation. I can tell. <laughs> It's just a different situation. There's a different way of thinking about the number. So the absolute value, say, of negative five is just five. Five. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's kind of cool. And even though it starts with a negative, it ends up being a positive. And that's the connection. It's positive within its negativity. As it were. Yeah. (laughs) It has value apart from its positive or negative. Ooh, I like that. That's a good self-smart uh, illustration, too. Yeah. So the absolute value of a positive number is also a positive value. Mm-hmm. So the absolute value of 5 is 5, and the absolute value of negative 5 is 5. It and just depends on where 5 is on the number line. Right. Okay. So we've got a link for you to a, a website that explains it more more fully. But it's basically that, the distance from 0 that the value hmm. is. Hmm. Uh, on your number line from last week. Well, there you go. Yeah. Nice tie-in. Thanks. Like All right, moving on to body smart. Um, a, a, I have an illustration uh, based on a commentary by Amy Oden at Working Preacher. She says, the disorientation of exile, which is to whom Isaiah is speaking at this point in time, the disorientation of exile is replaced by a new orientation that is more than just returning to the way things were before exile. God has something much more in mind. But the idea of re- of orientation and reorientation, it got me to thinking about a roller coaster. Mm. Because that's what amusement park rides are all about, is messing with your orientation. Mm-hmm. Uh, with lots of dips, flips, corkscrews, tight turns, it becomes really disorienting, which is the point of the ride. It's the thrill of the ride is getting yourself scrambled and then coming back to reorientation at the end of the ride, which probably happens easier for younger people who don't have inner ear issues. (laughs) I'm not going to get on a roller coaster. (laughs) Too many inner ear issues. But anyway, so there's a body smart illustration for the way God orients and reorients. and, and, And sometimes that orientation is if you experience those orientation issues in your body, you you can kind of understand through your physical being mm-hmm. what the the uh, the the experience of the exiles was that Isaiah was was writing about. You know, for a, a special effect, you could have people put their hands up in the air like you're on a roller coaster, <laughs> and then they they have to follow you. Oh, we're going this way. Yeah, and lean yeah. to the left, lean, lean to the right. right. Stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were going to say that you have people stand up and spin in a circle. Oh, well, you could do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Be ready for people falling down. Well, it'd be like uh, uh, pin the tail on the donkey, blindfold them and spin them around three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay, let's move on to people smart. Um, uh, I have an illustration that's based on a quote from a man named Timothy Simpson, who writes at a blog called political theology, he says, Israel has been chosen by God to serve the rest of the world. And by that fact, in the course of that service, one is promised suffering. So being chosen to be a light to the nations means it's going to be a lot of work. Mm -hmm. 
so the illustration that I've, I've come up with based on that is that being chosen to be like a Green Beret or a Navy SEAL, there's some prestige and some honor in the selection, but you're going to have to do a lot of work to earn the honor and to maintain that honor. Or being selected to be a congressional page, it's really an honor, but you're working in Congress. <laughs> 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 Which sometimes might be good. But sometimes could be a really awesome thing. So. Uh, another illustration connecting with verse 6, uh, being a light to the nations and such. The love, mercy, grace, and strength of the Lord has been a well-guarded secret in Israel. They don't want anybody else to know about it. Mm. You know, And it's like, we're, we've got the Lord and y'all do your thing. Go hang, right? Uh, but now the Lord wants it to shine out to the other nations. And so this is maybe sort of like the internal struggles in uh, the movie Black Panther in the nation of Wakanda. Mm. Wakanda has they had been, the good thing. They did. They were blessed with materials that allowed them to build a technologically advanced civilization. Um, but they kept it hidden for decades uh, because they were afraid of what would happen if, uh, if people if figured people out found out that yeah. they had this. It's a parable of the colonization of Africa. It is, mm -hmm. it is. Um, so some within the nation thought that they ought to open the borders and share the gifts that they had for the betterment of all the people, while others wanted to continue guarding the secret to protect themselves and even use it against the other nations. Mm. Um, so. Uh, that's kind of what's going on a little bit with with the Lord here. Is let's let's open this up and let's let's, let's go out. Let's let's welcome uh, it. Let's, yeah. let's move out into the let's let's go. Yeah, let's move out. So imagine having such internal struggle about the identity of your nation and its relationship to other parts of the world. Hmm, what hmm. would that be like? I just can hardly fathom. Sarcasm. Sorry. <laughs> That's it for today's podcast. Please ask questions or leave us a comment on our website, www.morethanhearing.org or facebook.com slash morethanhearing or tweet us at at morethanhearing or email us at connect at morethanhearing.org. If you tried any of these suggestions or maybe got an idea you like even better than ours, please let us know what you did and how it went. We would love to hear how using this theory has made a difference in your preaching and worship. Remember to check out the show notes, worksheets, links, and resources at our website. They work together with the podcast and give you lots more material to work with. Don't forget to subscribe using the links at the website for iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, or good old RSS. Or point your podcatching software at morethanhearing.org slash feed slash podcast. Help others find us more easily by writing a review at the iTunes store or any of these directories. And of course, you can share the show with your friends and colleagues. We'll be back with another episode next week. So in the meantime, stay subscribed and be smart.
Okay. Have fun editing this. I'm going to cut all that. <laughs> okay. <laughs>